0: You're listening to the Volleyball by Design Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about strategies to grow your volleyball program, which could also apply to growing your volleyball club. So, If you're a coach out there or if you're a club director and you're looking for strategies on how to really grow your program to get more kids um, engaged, knowing about it, wanting to be a part of it, and to really build a program that you know people are made aware of, uh, this is an episode you don't want to miss, so stay tuned. The Volleyball by Design Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 119 of the Volleyball by Design Podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh. How is everyone doing out there today? Another week of volleyball, and we are going to talk today about growing your program, your club. You know, um, this, actually, before we get into that, how you guys doing? For those new listeners to the pod, welcome. My name is Coach Brian Singh, and I'm the host of the podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in today, and if you're new, you know the, the goal of every episode is to deliver value, to drop some tangible things that you can take back to your gym and apply to your team right away, and if you are a regular listener, as always, you know how much I appreciate you, and um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for still listening to me, you know? Hopefully, I'm... I'm I'm saying good things because you keep coming back. So you know I'm I'm happy and I'm hoping that today I can do the exact same thing and try to you know give you something you can take back to your gym. So that's what the plan is today. But yeah, I uh, I was this this week I was doing um so as as many of you know uh, I opened up DVA a couple of weeks ago. I welcomed a lot of new coaches into DVA, which I'm really excited about. And one of the one of the incentives I give um, new coaches when they come in is if they if they sign up for the annual plan on the workshop, I give a one-on-one coaching call, just me and them, where I gotta hammer out you know problems and things like that. And uh, Coach Megan actually asked a great question. She was like, "What are strategies that she can use to help grow her program? You know, getting more kids involved um, in either trying out for her team, coming to the club, uh, and you know, a lot of a lot. A lot and, and I know coaches all over the all over the country, the uh, the continent, around the world, like that's a problem that we have. Especially if you live in a small area, like how do you get kids to come to your program, get injured? Like it's a uh, it can be a challenge, especially if you're a new club starting. Even if you are a even if you're a veteran club, this is always something that you always have to look to get better at. And I'm going to share with you a couple of. Stra- I have three strategies written down here, but I might. I might go more if, if depending on how long I talk for, I might, you know, things just start popping into my head and I just share them and hopefully I don't go off on too much of a tangent. But the first one is gonna be non-volleyball related. Okay? So the first strategy, I'm gonna talk about social media. Yeah. Social media. We are we this is 2022. Well, if you're listening to this in 2022, we are in a social media era where this is where information is being delivered, and I, I can speak from experience because I know how social media has helped me run camps, run clinics, even when I was coaching club. Even right now, as a college coach, social media is something that is that has to be part of your programming. You know, when I was coaching club years ago, uh, social media wasn't as big as it is now, but it building you know getting your brand out there and getting more kids to come to your club was all about handing out flyers contacting schools and you know word of mouth and things like that which by the way are still relevant but it has become so much more evolved than just the flyers and the word of mouth and schools and you know targeting certain areas it's it's so much more than that and social media is a big factor predominantly instagram so I want to share with you strategies on how you can use Instagram to boost engagement and, and awareness of your program, whether you're trying to bring um, any kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, whether you're trying to bring awareness to your team, your specific team, or you're just trying to bring awareness to your club. Social media is the absolute way of doing it. So let's talk about some things. And I'm going to focus on more Instagram because that's what I've, in my experience, and you know, speaking to other club directors and coaches, a lot of things come from Instagram because that's the one where you can be a lot more engaging than you can on other other social media platforms. So with Instagram, here's a couple strategies you can use, okay? Now, Instagram's algorithm, the way that it works is it rewards consistency. So if you're a club, first of all, the first thing you should do is you should have an Instagram account. I, I 100% believe that every volleyball club should have an Instagram account, and it could it could even go to the extent of you could have an Instagram account for your team if you wanted to. There's nothing wrong with that. Having an Instagram account, uh, having an Instagram account for your team can definitely be beneficial to bring players or let players be aware of what you're doing in your program because every team is different. You know, every coach has different philosophy. So, Instagram is a great way to let people know what you're doing. So let's the first thing is getting Instagram. The second thing is Instagram rewards consistency. So even on my college team, we have an Instagram strategy. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying that, but part of our programming, we we this is outside of volleyball X's and O's and creating, you know, a, a seasonal plan and all that stuff. We have a, a part of our programming is how are we what are strategies that we're going to use for Instagram. Now, fortunately for me, you know, I I'm a volleyball coach, but I also am a business owner. You know, I, I run a business, which is Digital Volleyball Academy, uh, which is my membership. They're coaches, you know, pay a monthly fee to be a part of my community and and my coaching, my mentorship program in DVA. So I've had to learn how to grow programs in that sense, like DVA. And the same thing can apply to growing your volleyball program. So consistency. So how do you be consistent? So we have during the season, Okay. It is expected that we make a post every single day for a minimum of five out of seven consecutive days. We may, if you miss a day, that's okay, but we want five out of seven days. And you're, you're obviously going to get two or three consistent posts, but that's consistent. Now you may say, "Wait a minute, that's crazy. How am I going to get five to seven posts a day a week? That is a lot." I would argue you should be posting every day. Now this could be in the form of an Instagram story. Or it can be in the form of just an Instagram post. So if you're not familiar with the platform, a post is like, you know, like, like a Facebook. You're making a post where everyone can see. A story is a, like a, a quick 15-second either image or a video that people can k- kind of click on and, sw- and see what, you know, what you're doing at that given time. And a story only lasts 24 hours. So and on our team, our strategy is f- a minimum of five Instagram posts a week, and a minimum, oh, actually, and I think I want a story every week, yeah, and I want something put on our social media story every week, and like I said, Instagram rewards consistency, so I was able to double, so I, st- I actually, and this is really poor of me, I should have been doing this a long time ago, but we only developed an Instagram strategy last season, I should have been developing an Instagram strategy. So much longer than that. Cause I was doing it to my own business and my own personal account, but not my Seneca Men's Volleyball account. So, with that, we did it last year, and we doubled our followers count. Yeah, we doubled our followers account in a season because we were consistent. We were getting more engagement, and when you have an Instagram account, coaches, make sure that you have it. Uh, uh, it's like a business account. You want to have like a business account. You don't. You don't need to be an actual business, but have it as like my, my setting commands volleyball page, my college page is not a business, but you have it as a business account. So you can see insights. You can see the stats and data on how the posts are performing and how your accounts performing. So the next question you might be thinking in your head, wait a minute, I have no time to post up to make a post every day. I mean, where am I going to, where am I going to get the content to do that? Well, I'm going to tell you, and it could be simple as filming a, a couple minutes at practice, let's say you're having a six on six or you're doing a drill that you really like or anything you're doing at practice, have someone or yourself take out your phone and film 30 to 60 seconds of it. That's it. And guess what? That is a post. So if you film, you know, a couple drills, a couple things, a six on six, and you can kind of isolate a clip where maybe you got a nice set and nice kill and things like that before you know it in one practice, you have a week worth of content. And that is that is great, you can absolutely do that. And if you're not tech savvy, and you are not you know, familiar with editing, I guarantee you, players on your team will be. So you can make this part of your team functions where some players help you edit and send you back the Instagram post that you can post on your Instagram feed. And it's it's very, very simple. That's such a simple thing you can do, but it actually makes a difference. Other things you can do is behind the scenes things, you know? So I kind of mentioned that like practice and, you know, certain drills you're doing. And and this is not to say you're giving out your secrets. You're, you're giving out your strategy and your systems. No, you're not. There's no secrets if you do a, pa- a serve and pastoral. There's no secrets if you're doing six on six. Nothing's happening there. You're not going to post maybe you teaching a strategy, sure. But you can post a little behind the scenes from your gym. There's nothing wrong with that you also want to you know come up with strategies that you can post for tournaments when you're at tournaments maybe you want to take a picture of the team huddle post that that's a post right there maybe you want to I don't know uh, like your team warm-up you have a warm-up routine you know you got there's all these little things those little clips of videos those are all posts and'm I'm, t- I'm telling you you're gonna have too many posts it's true, it's gonna have you're gonna to have too many posts. You're gonna to have to figure out which ones are the best ones to post. But little things like that, team functions, when you go out for team dinners, snap a picture, post put it on Instagram. Maybe you guys do some fun things at team dinner, you know, film that, put it on Instagram. Put make make this is how you become more aware out there people start seeing, oh wow, this is a program I want to be a part of. Okay. Um, you know, have when you have fun games and practices, when you have fun games with the team, regardless of where it is you know, put that on social, put that on your Instagram. Um, Instagram stories, let's go to, let's talk about stories a little bit. Stories can be very engaging. You could do a lot of things on stories. You can do polls and surveys and it can be simple. Like, I don't know, anything simple. Uh, What's the, what, I don't know, what are some strategies on passing and give them four options and let them pick one. Or, you know, what is, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm just speaking out loud here, but You know, what is your favorite, what is your favorite aspect of volleyball? And put like, you know, four things and let people, let people start picking them. And that's going to engage. That's going to show Instagram that people are engaging on your Instagram feed. They want, they want, they want more, you know, and it's as simple as that. It's so simple. You know, what I, what I start, every time I start my season, I'm like, okay, here's our Instagram account. Make sure you go and tell your friends and family and everyone's going to tell their friends and family you got a couple followers there and then they'll be engaging with the post and then that's where it starts then the comments start coming and things like that you know on our team we we have a we have a very specific instagram strategy because i i i know a little bit about this area you know we'll have we'll make sure that when the guys are coming off the bus you know they're coming off like kind of like you know how like like the olympian teams come off the bus we have you know our one of our whoever's responsible for taking that video one of our coaches or one of our therapists or something like that they'll take them off the bus and that goes on our story, you know. At the end of every every game, or at the end of sorry, at the end of every set, we'll put the score up on our story. You know, at the end of the match, we'll put the score up on a story. We'll do like post game interviews for our social media account. Why not? If we have um, we do player of the game, we'll put you know that player of the game speech on our story, on our post. We'll actually make it a post. Like all these things are lead into growing your program. There's another thing called athlete takeover or coach takeover where basically either an athlete or a coach can take over the Instagram page and post their day you know their day on the stories. So you know, like, hey, I woke up this morning. This is my breakfast. Or if you want to make it more volleyball related, if you know, if I was doing this, I'd be like, hey, this is where, this is how I I plan my practice. Oh, this is me getting ready to go to practice. This is the time I get there. Here is what I do, and it's kind of like a day in the life of you. But it's just you with the, with your phone, and you just post those little clips. And guess what? That's actually interesting to a lot of people. So there's a lot of different creative ways that you can showcase what you're doing in your program behind the scenes. And all of this can be consistency. Make sure you're posting every day if you can, you know, five, at least five days a week, but every day on your story, seven days a week on your story, let Instagram start seeing that, that algorithm will help you help show more people. It'll help more people find you in the explore page. And then that's what, that's, what's going to drive. And then all of a sudden, you're going to see people in your area be like, Hey, what club is that? Oh, that's really cool. I want to be a part of that. Oh, that's what they do for volleyball. Maybe I want to try playing volleyball. And that's how you're going to get people out. All right. So that is a big, I spent a little time talking about how to use Instagram and what you can do. And obviously I could talk for hours on how to use it and strategies to use it, but I just wanted to give you a good, you know, start feel for what you can start doing right now. The other thing that I want you to think about, so that's, that's kind of strategy number one, Strategy number two, and I've mentioned this on the pod before is we need to focus as coaches. We need to focus on the experience of your athletes. And when we are start when we're focusing on the experience of our athletes, we're gonna you know that's how I do my programming. We're gonna be thinking about how can we make this the ultimate experience for your athletes you know how can we make it fun and competitive? You know, and hardworking, and I have I have a lot of strategies that I've shared on the pod before, and you know I'm sure you guys have your own. You know, I'm a big believer in gamification. You know, we play a lot of games in practice, and it could be simple things like oh, I, I I mean I'll mention this again, but I'm pretty sure I've talked about it. You know, we do a lot of games like relays. Like I love relays. So if I have a, a team of twelve players, we'll do six on six where they start. They both teams start at the end line, in and in kind of like in a line. And like one relay could be first team that bumps the ball all the way down, keep bumping it on your hand all the way down, all the way back, and then give it to the next person in the line. Bump all the way back, all the way down without it dropping. First team that does that down and back wins. And it's a lot of fun. They, you know, athletes have a lot of fun with it. And if they drop it, they got to do it again. And first team that does that win. So one, they're having fun. They're we're creating an experience. And to tie that back into the social media, put a take a little video of that. And that's a post. And when people see that, they're like, wow, they're having a great time. This sounds like a great place I want to be a part of. It sounds like a great team culture I'd want to be a part of. And the kids are having fun, which helps the kids stay in your program, which is kind of related to this experience point. You know, one of the biggest things I hear coaches saying is, well, I'm afraid our athletes are going to leave. They're going to go to a better club, a bigger program, things like that. And I've told this story on the on the on the podcast before, but I want to just kind of summarize it. When I coached club, we weren't the best team in the province. We had one of the best players in the continent. Our our middle blocker was a top national ranked player, and he could play anywhere he wants in the world, anywhere he wants. And at the time, I was a young coach. I you know I was an, I was a nobody. You know, I, I wasn't a national level coach. I wasn't a provincial coach. I wasn't a, you know, I didn't have any, anything under my belt, but I was, I I was a hungry coach who really loved the game and loved to learn. And again, I really focused on the experience. That was one of the things I learned really early in my coaching career. And I created such an amazing experience for my athletes without trying to sound arrogant here, where I fostered amazing relationships. They were, they were like brothers. I, um, we engage in a lot of team functions and had a great time at practice competing. That this player never even considered going for another team. And he could have got and he was told by many high-level coaches that I wouldn't be able to get them to the next level and that he should go play for a better team. And he still signed to UCLA on a full on a full ride. He still played for the national team. He was a three-time All-American at UCLA. And now he's gone on to pursue other areas in his life that he's passionate about. And he could have played pro, he could still play, play pro ball right now if he wanted to. So don't worry about your athletes leaving the club and going for other things. Yes, it could happen, it still may happen. But if you focus on the experience for your athletes and then showcase that to the world, it is, you know, like for example, little things like when we had our film sessions, I would invite the athletes over to my house for a film session. I would order food and we would make it a thing. They would they would play they would have food, maybe some video games or whatever you guys wanted to do, and then we'd watch film. So we got the film done, they had a great time doing it, and they got to bond more with with each other as a team. And that was off the court. Now if you can't do it at your house, do it at one of the athletes' house. You know, like that these those were the little things. You know, our team dinners were so intentional. I did a lot of fun like mazes and escape it's with a lot of games in between volleyball stuff. We had a lot of games, a lot of fun. So a lot of things I did was to create relationships, to create experiences for these athletes. And then when you showcase stuff like that, people are like, wow, I wanna be a part of that. And the people that are in your club are like, wow, that's what we do here, this is fun. So experience matters, it wholeheartedly matters, okay? And the third thing that I wanna talk about and this is a really simple one: is results. Results attract the players. Results keep the players. Yes, experience is great, and that can do it by itself. To be quite honest, but when you, but the thing is, is that when you, when you are giving these athletes the ultimate experience, in addition to your volleyball training and you know being intentional about what you're doing and you know i've talked about player development on the pod many times i talked about how to track player development and how to like really work your systems and things like that the results are going to come you know measurable feedback is something i always talk about and if you're taking measurable feedback and you're tracking it you're monitoring that measurable uh, you know rating or performance indicator whatever you want to call it the athletes are going to get better and if the athletes are going to get and if the athletes are getting better and they're improving, your team is going to get better. And if your team is getting better, the results will be improving and improving and improving, and results speak volume. At the end of the day, it's a result driven thing. We're playing a game and the, the objective of the game is to win. That is a result. So at the end of the day, no matter what your philosophy is, whether you are in a developmental philosophy or you're in a competitive philosophy, you're playing a game and the purpose of the game is to win as much as we want to say the purpose of the game is, you know, teamwork and other things which don't get me wrong they are the inherent purpose of a game is to win. So results speak for themselves. So those are the three main strategies. I there I could name a bunch but I wanted to leave you with just three main ones on how to grow your volleyball program. Okay? Social media. I want every if you don't have an Instagram account for your team or club, I want you to make one. And I want you to start thinking about strategies that you can use to be intentional and consistent at posting, okay? And we talked about a lot of strategies from, from posting your team functions, clips from your practices, behind the scenes, at tournaments, fun games, polls, athlete or coach takeover, you know, little all the little nuances that make your program special, get it on camera, film it, put it on social media. And this may be uncomfortable some people at first. It, it honestly may be. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's uncomfortable. You you got to do it because that's what our world is. We are we live in a social media world where there's two two. There's I think it was a a, a third of the world is on social media or more. That's incredible. I think Facebook has like over two billion people on in, utilizing Facebook. You know, like that's that's insane. So we, it's part of our, it's part of our job. Social media is part of our job. It's even changed the way that we recruit. Isn't that crazy now? Like back in the day when we were recruited, we'd have to drive to go see players play and, and to reach out to players. We gotta Now it's like, it's on social media. You can see them play. You can get a taste of who they are based on their Instagram, which is why I, I, I tell my athletes all the time, younger athletes, be careful what you post on social media and be careful what your Instagram looks like. Because if it's open, a college coach can see that. And we, and that, that can tell us a lot about a person. So be very careful, make sure your athletes are very careful. Uh, and then we can see what they and then we can message them directly on top of that. There's a lot of things you can do these days with, uh, Instagram, but yeah, but really showcase and, and come up with strategies for yourself. You know, I talked about us coming off the team bus, you know, when we do fun things in practice or, our um, our game ball at the end of a match where we have a, like a little post game speech and like, Oh, we, we record that it's on social media. It's great. All right, it's great for people to see that, <clears throat> um, but yeah, and then experience. Really, really focus on the experience of your athletes. That's important. You want to make sure that that's what that, that's what we're driven by. You know, like anything in your program is how to create the ultimate experience for your athletes, and then results. Results don't lie. That we're in a results-driven game. You know, you really want to focus on the results because if an athlete's getting results, it's very it's unlikely they're going to be complaining. To to an extent, okay, to an extent. All right. So that's it for me. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate you guys coming out and listening to another one. Um, if you are a DVA member, by the way, um, I have an entire training on this inside DVA. It's actually called How to Create the Ultimate Experience for Your Athlete. And I walk you through how we, how exactly we've done that and how I've taught coaches to do that that have seen results. How, and it's called How Do You Create the Ultimate Experience for Your Athletes. And if you're not a DVA member, and you'd like to be head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com okay it's in the the links in the show notes and um reach out and we'll definitely we'll try to get you in uh, it is close to the public right now so reach out but you can get you can get it there and um, and what's it called i lost my train of thought but yeah th- this is just one of the many 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 trainings we have inside dva along with an amazing community and and the support and one-on-one thing it's it's for those of you that don't know it's it's my mentorship program it's my mentorship program for coaches I know I, talk, I probably talk about it all the time on the pod. It's because I'm super passionate about it. It's my it's my project that I created two and a half years ago, and I absolutely love it. So yeah, digitalvolleyballacademy.com if you want to find out more about that. All right, that's it for me. I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training, and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out coachbtraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.